Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you listen to this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Hopefully you have a chance of winning if you have not already won your week three matchups. Hopefully that puts you into a winning record of either 2-1 and one or hopefully 3-0. and oh. uh, Some big name players um, putting out some big name, big time games yesterday, finally breaking out of their slump. We also saw a big injury, a pretty serious one in Sa- Saquon Barkley. We'll talk about that a little later as well. Some players that I think that hopefully will bump out of their slump eventually. That and much more on today's podcast. We'll also take a look at tonight's game, the game between the Bears and the, and the uh, Redskins. If you're playing the single game slate over on DraftKings and FanDuel, kind of give you my opinion on the way I'm going to handle that situation there, how, the way I'm going to go with my MVP, my captain spot, and all that, that and so forth. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump right into today's podcast. But, but first, if you've not followed us over on Twitter, Instagram, please give us a follow. Over on, fa- over on Twitter, we are at FansportsGenius. And on Instagram, we are at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. And our website is always www.FantasyFootballGenius.com. We have our DFS and season-long packages available, both month, uh, weekly and full-season packages available for that. We also have our Mastermind Chat. If you have not checked it out, I definitely think it's something you want to definitely take a look at. Now that we're getting deep into the season, maybe you didn't need help with the, some tradings. Maybe you need to see if you're making a, the right options for your uh, waiver wire. Maybe you just need help with your entire lineup as a whole. That's what that's for. You, you, you have a question, you send us a question, and I get back to you within 24 hours. Having a lot of feedback from the people that have already joined into that mastermind chat, going back and forth. Some great communication. I definitely think it's worthwhile if, if you're kind of struggling. Maybe you're starting off 1 and 2. Maybe you're starting off 0 and 3. How can we get your team on the right track? That's exactly what Mastermind Chat is all about. Try to put together some maybe some trades that you can maybe take a look at. Or maybe it's just uh, moving a piece here and there of your team. Wave our pickups and so on and so forth. Within 24 hours of you asking the question, we'll get back to you and have that open, open, open conversation between the two of us to try to get your team on the right track. That's what our Mastermind Chat is all about. We have weekly, monthly, and full season packages available. Let's go ahead and jump right onto today's podcast. Let's talk about the games that happened yesterday. Um, some players maybe, maybe uh, stepped up finally. Maybe some players that need to step up. Are they going to be able to step up? Let's go ahead and start with the Broncos and Packers. Packers still trying to find that identity. I think we're starting to see that a little more. I hope they can get the ball a little more to Aaron, Aaron Jones. This coaching staff, just like the last coaching staff, seems to be wanting to get the ball more to Jamal Williams. As a fan, as an owner of Aaron Jones, it's kind of frustrating to see that. And I have plenty of shares of Aaron Jones. I hope they can eventually figure out that he is the better of the two running backs and get him the ball more often moving forward. As for the Broncos, I think it's going to be a headache of a, of a running back situation. I think uh, this offense fits... Um, Royce Freeman more often than not, but Lindsey did have a nice game last year, but last week. But I think he's much more in, in the uh, touchdown dependent kind of player. And his offense for the Broncos really is not that good, despite being able to move the ball um, in yardage wise. They just can't put the ball in the end zone. I think we are starting to see Cortland Sutton kind of step up and become that uh, that that option. I think the number one option we can see him being in this offense. But this team as a whole is not looking good right now. They have no sacks. They have no turnovers. The defense, who we thought was maybe going to be a really good defense, one of the better defenses in the league, does not look the part. The Broncos are not a good team right now. And as a Bronco fan, it's kind of frustrating to see that this team is in complete rebuild mode. Next up, we have the Bengals and Bills. 
Bills have started off 3-0, kind of surprising 3-0. I think they are definitely a team that we want to kind of keep an eye on. I think Josh Allen is a player. Josh Allen and John Brown, two players I think that are uh, every week can be slate breakers, um, especially in DFS. Season long, I think it's a matchup play for Josh Allen. I think he, he can't have the talent there. He can't get the job done, but he also can kind of go through strings where he doesn't look good. Remember, week one, he looked horrible in the first half, looked fantastic in the second half, looked good for the entire game in week two, and this last week looked really good in the first half, didn't look, much, look, didn't look that great in the second half. I think that's the kind of player we see in Josh Allen. Frank Gore stepping in for uh, Devin uh, Singletary. Looked pretty decent, but again, I'm not going to be trusting my lineup with any Frank Gores moving forward. I th- definitely think he's worth a roster pickup in the waiver wire, but that's about it. I think he's much more of a rental for the for the Bills than than anything else. As soon as Devin Singletary comes back, they're going to want to definitely see what they have in Singletary moving forward. As for the Bengals, Joe Mixon still kind of struggling to start out of the gate. I think a lot of that has to do with injury as well. I think we're starting to see it turn on a little bit as the game moved along yesterday. I think Mixon is still kind of a buy-low kind of candidate. I still think he can turn on, especially once they get A.J. Green back. It's going to be another uh, talented player on that offense that they can trust, kind of take pressure away from uh, Joe Mixon. I do think Mixon is still a buy-low candidate. Not as big on him as I maybe started the year, but I do still think he does have production in him on that offense. Cowboys and Dolphins. Cowboys put a whooping on the Dolphins. As we've seen first three weeks, this Dolphins team is not going to be looking to get any wins. They're not going to stay competitive. I have no interest in any player on this roster right now. I think before it's all said and done, a lot of the players that are actually talented players that actually can have an, an impact on the team are going to eventually be gone. They're building for the future. They're building for not now, but for the future. I have no issues with any Cowboys. Any, any, any one of the Cowboys, uh, you can start Dak Prescott, Zeke Elliott, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup when he comes back, Jason Witten even on, on some weeks. We still haven't seen that smash spot from Zeke Elliott. It is going to be coming. We are going to see that big, huge monster game. Right now it's the passing game, but Elliott is going to get his. If you do uh, sense a frustration with the Ezekiel Elliott owner, definitely give him a little feeler and see what kind of uh, players you can get at Get for Elliot and bring get Elliot out of the owner. Sorry about that. Kind of stumble over words there. But if you can find someone that's kind of panicking a little bit on Elliot because he's not getting a, a lot of work like we thought he was going to um, to start the year. Had 100 yards yesterday. Over 100 yards. Looked nice. Those big games are coming. And if you can find if you can buy low, especially on someone like Ezekiel Elliott, I definitely think you should definitely make a, a pitch for it. Try to get it. Amari Cooper looked great. Couple touchdowns. Dak Prescott to Amari Cooper has been a nice combination this year. Um, the Cowboys offense looks pretty good to start the 2019 season. Falcons and Colts. Coming into the season, I thought the Colts were going to be a team that was going to struggle, especially with their star quarterback uh, all of a sudden retiring a couple weeks before the season started. Brissett's looked nice. I thought it was going to affect T.Y. Hilton Marlon Mack, but that's, that's not the case. D- Hilton did suffer an injury, hopefully not a major one, and he can come back from right away. As for the Falcons, we're seeing Matt Ryan kind of struggle to start games and kind of picking up in the second half. Hopefully that can get changed and he can kind of be the player that we think he is. Julio Jones looked fantastic in the second half. Kind of took him a little time to get going as well. But the Colts do have a sneaky defense, especially in the secondary. Um, obviously Julio Jones is one of the better wide receivers in the league. And he showed it yesterday. Eight catches, 128 yards, and a score for Julio Jones. Matt Ryan definitely does need to pick it up, though, um, for this offense, especially if they're going to look to contend in that division with the Saints and the um, uh, Panthers to a point. Ravens and Chiefs, a game that we thought was going to be a fantastic high-scoring game. Really didn't uh, disappoint Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes was himself, 370 yards plus and three scores. But on the Ravens, it was the Mark Ingram show. It wasn't really the Lamar Jackson show. 
excuse me, Mark Ingram, solid game with over 100 yards and three scores for the Ravens run game. Raiders, Vikings, uh, we saw the, 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 the Vikings do pretty much what we, said, what we all thought they were going to do coming into the year. They're going to run the ball, they're going to run the ball, and they're going to run the ball even more. The passing game in Minnesota, if you can sell high on any of the passing game, I think it's definitely worth the uh, at least seeing if you can get rid of them. I just do not like this passing game for the Minnesota Vikings. They're going to want to run the ball. Dalvin Cook looks fantastic. If he can stay healthy, we've talked about it, he can be top three talent in this league. Um, it's just my whole thing about staying healthy. We're three games into the season. That does not mean he's uh, out of the woods for getting injured. If he can stay healthy, he's fantastic, but I definitely think that if you have Cook, you definitely want to keep him with Madison. As we saw yesterday, Madison did get in the end zone as well, and they're going to want to keep this going. Darren Waller, a lot of people were wondering why I had Waller so high, especially going up against the Vikings defense. This is why. 13 catches, 134 yards. The guy is a beast. The guy is good. The guy is really talented out there on the field. Now he's starting to put it all together. And we know the Vikings have one of the better shutdown corners in Xavier Rhodes. That's why I thought Tyrell Williams was going to be a player that was going to get shut down. They opened a lot more up for Darren Waller, and that's what it certainly did with Waller. I doubt he's available on your waiver wire, and if he is, um, shame on your league. If he is available, you definitely need to run out and grab Darren Waller. And I don't hate the idea of maybe seeing if the – if you can find a way to get Waller from the original owner, I think Waller is in for a big year for the Raiders. Love Waller long-term and this season for the Raiders. About the only player I really do like on that offense for the Raiders. I'm not even really that high of a Josh Jacob, uh, Jacobs fan as well. Waller's the player that I definitely want to target on that offense. Jets, Patriots, Patriots doing what they do, score points in, in many different ways. Now there's no Antonio Brown. I think it opened up a lot more of Josh Gordon. Um, Got to check and see about the injury to Julian Edelman. Rex Burkhead stepping in for the James White when he is out uh, for personal reasons. Uh, Sony, Sony Michelle kind of struggling to start the year. I thought he's going to have a much bigger year this year on the ground. But it's, gonna, it's so far it's been Tom Brady, the, the Tom Brady show as we've seen in years past. I don't care how old Tom Brady is. It looks like he can still play until he's 60 or 70 years old. The guy is fantastic. The guy is amazing. Puts, it, uh, puts up stats and yards and plays and everything else over and over and over again. Doesn't matter how old he gets. Tom Brady is still the GOAT. Still doing what he does best. Uh, throwing touchdowns, throwing yards. Doing what he does on the Patriots. As for the Jets, Jets are pushing for one of the worst teams in the league. Outside Le'Veon Bell, I think everybody on that roster is droppable if you need the roster spot. And even with Le'Veon Bell, if you can sell Le'Veon Bell, I definitely would take a look at it because this Jets team is bad. Not Miami Dolphins bad, but they are a bad team. Lions-Eagles, frustrating day as a Kenny Galladay fan, uh, uh, owner. I thought he was going to come into the game. We've seen that the Eagles uh, give up plenty of points and plenty of yards and plenty of fantasy points for uh, wide receiver ones. Kenny Galladay didn't, didn't look the part. It was Marvin Jones yesterday, six catch, 101 yards, and a score. Kenny Galladay was the back burner kind of guy there in the offense. As for the Eagles, Nelson Aguilar, solid game. Zach Ertz, pretty decent game. Carson Wentz, pretty good, good game. Miles Sanders, I think um, hopefully we can start to see more and more out of Miles Sanders on a weekly basis. Um, involved in the passing game and the rushing game. I think he's the better player between him and Jordan Howard. It all depends on if the Eagles believe the same thing. We know that they do like to ride the hot hand there in Philadelphia. Panthers and Cardinals. What can we say here? Kyle Allen looks good. Remember last, last year he, he started Week 17. This week he starts earlier, a uh, l- little more on the line than Week 17 last year. Uh, looks solid. Four touchdown passes, 250-plus yards. Got everybody involved in the passing game. Christian McCaffrey looks solid. The entire offense looked different with a healthy quarterback out there. Remember, Cam Newton's been injured most of the year. 
Maybe he's more injured than we thought he was now, now that he's going to be out this week as well. Does Kyle Allen make the Panthers a better team? I don't know if I can say that. It was against the Cardinals defense. I think eventually Cam Newton, if he is healthy, if he's not as hurt as maybe, maybe he's hurt worse than he is. But if he's not hurt, I think Cam Newton is going to get his job back. But Kyle Allen did look nice. But I think it also can be a little bit of fool's gold going up against the Cardinals defense. As for the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald, David Johnson, what can we say? They continue to to try to get as many point, many uh, plays as possible on the offense. I think moving forward, we definitely want to uh, definitely keep our eyes on the Cardinals and consider this offense one of the better offenses. They're obviously going to have to stay in games with their offense and putting up plenty of plenty of uh, uh, plays is what we want in fantasy. The Cardinals definitely do that, do that on both sides of the ball. Both their opponent and themselves can put up plenty of points any given week. Another game that was a very high-scoring game coming to the year. We thought it was going to be a high-scoring game. The Giants and Buccaneers. Looks like the Eli Manning uh, years are over. Daniel Jones with a fantastic debut. Looked great. Got everybody involved. Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram. Um, it's tough news about Saquon Barkley. Sounds like he's going to miss uh, quite a bit of time with a high ankle sprain. Injury was a bad injury. Uh, anytime you see a player on crutches after the game's over, not a good look. Sounds like it's going to be possibly four to eight weeks for Saquon Barkley. Tough news for the Giants, but good news with Daniel Jones. Looks all Danny Dimes out there throwing dimes for the Giants. As for the Buccaneers, I told everybody that Jameis Winston is going to be able to uh, put it together. My top by low was Mike Evans. If you did not go after Mike Evans last week, you're definitely not going to be able to go after him this year, this week. His price value just skyrocketed with an eight for a buck ninety three scores. Absolutely fantastic game for Mike Evans. He was obviously Jameis Winston's uh, person to look at. If we look deeper in the box score, yes, it was the Mike Evans show. Yes, they do have a lot of talent on that offense. Um, this is why I'm not going to be giving up on. Jameis Winston, just because of what they're going to have to do uh, to stay in games. O.J. Howard kind of had a, had a decent game. Three catches, 66 yards, kind of finally got involved with his offense. Chris Godwin didn't, wasn't very, very impactful, but that's what happened when you have someone like Mike Evans go absolutely nuts in the offense there in the Tampa Bay. So if the player, if, if Jameis Winston is on your waiver wire, I definitely think he's worth the pickup because these kind of games are going to happen um, throughout the year. He's definitely a matchup play, and any given week he can have this kind of game, especially because they're going to have to throw the ball and throw the ball plenty if they're going to stay in games because their defense is bad and they have no ground game really to speak of um, most weeks. Texans and Chargers. Uh, Texans look pretty, pretty, pretty nice on offense. Uh, Deshaun Watson looked nice, 350 plus yards, three scores. Keenan Allen for the Chargers, huge day, 13 receptions, 183 yards, and a couple pair, a pair of scores. Looks fantastic. Both offenses looked good, um, and I think moving forward, we're, we're, we're going to see uh, both these offenses kind of putting up points and putting up yards on a weekly basis. I love, obviously, everybody knows my love for Watson this year as my number one quarterback. Obviously, with Patrick Mahomes kind of doing his thing there in Kansas City, that may not happen, but I do think that uh, Keenan Allen is going to get more and more look, especially with uh, the tight end Hunter Henry out. They're going to have to rely on Keenan Allen a little more moving forward, and if, especially if Mike Williams is in, injured. Remember, he, does, he did have that knee injury a few weeks back. Once he does get more and more healthy, I think Allen's going to be able to uh, be even a, 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 
He's not going to be able to match the 13 for a buck 83 on a weekly basis, but just being a little more involved each week because you have a player like Mike Williams that's drawn attention as well. Um, might open, open things up for Allen throughout the weeks um, moving forward. But again, 13 for a buck 83 is going to be hard to match any given another week for Allen. Fantastic game for Allen and Watson there in that game between the Texans and the Chargers. That was a long-winded talk there. Sorry about that. Next up, we have the Steelers and 49ers. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster, a decent game, three for a buck, three for eighty-one in the score. Jimmy Garoppolo had a nice game, had a decent game from the backup there in, in uh, Pittsburgh, Mason Rudolph, stepping in for Big Ben Roethlisberger. Um, nothing's too special in this game, in my opinion. Next up, we have the Saints and Seahawks. Saints pull off the upset without Drew Brees as a quarterback. Russell Wilson had a fantastic game, which turned into a locket big game. That, uh, that, that had to happen when they come down, um, putting up 20 points in that fourth quarter. Uh, you're obviously going to have to throw the ball often, especially when you're down 27-7 going into the fourth quarter. Alvin Kamara showed that he can still get the job done no matter who the quarterback is. Teddy Bridgewater looks looked nice as a Saints quarterback. And this, this is why I said I don't think the Saints are dead in this division. They have the team around uh, Drew Brees to kind of withstand that injury to Drew Brees. And if he's going to come back in six or we, six weeks or so, uh, Teddy Bridgewater looks like he should be able to keep the, the, the boat flowing. And the last game, Rams and Browns. Some bad play calling, I think, on, on the Browns' part. Uh, I don't know what's going on in that game. Some of the calls they're making on, on offense. Baker Mayfield does not look the part right now. Eventually, hopefully, he can pick, keep it going. Jared Goff didn't look good. Very, this, this game really didn't, didn't look that great um, on offense. That, I mean, if we take away the, obviously the stats were there, but play calling, uh, play by Jared Goff. I think he had a couple picks, fumble. Just didn't look that that solid on on on, on offense. Both defenses looked decent at times. Um, it's kind of a, a, a weird Sunday night game between the two teams. Just didn't look that solid uh, where I thought the Rams and Browns would kind of be more of a, a high-scoring game between the two offenses, but that was not the case. If you're playing the single-game slate over on DraftKings or FanDuel, we have the Bears and the Redskins. My viewpoint on this whole situation tonight is going to be I'm gonna, I, I'd rather have much more of the Bears part of the, the, the game than the Redskins. Obviously, you got to take one one player from the opposing team. So you got to take at least take one Redskin player. For me, I think it's going to be Chris Thompson, and I'm going to be loading up on the Bears. If I'm going captain on DraftKings, I think I like the Bears defense just because maybe they, maybe they're not going to get looked at as much as they possible in a game like this. This defense can easily score one or two times. Um, on defense, and if that happens, I don't, I don't think there's going to be very many scoring in the first place. So if the defense can score once or twice, that's going to put you in the in the lead. Especially if people are going to go Montgomery, they're going to go Allen Allen Robinson, they're going to go Mitchell Trubisky. They're going to be all all types of different areas going with the uh, the captain spot. So that's why I kind of like going uh, defense, or maybe even going kicker, especially with their kicker having that questionable label next to him. You might get him a little lower ownership, and a lot of people don't look at the kickers anyways. And I think it's going to be a low scoring kind of defensive affair. Um, but the only way I'm going, the only player I like on the Redskins' personal opinion is Chris Thompson, and I like uh, running it back with all the rest of my lineup with the the Bears. I like the Bears' defense that I talked about, the kicker there and the captain. And if I'm picking one of the playmakers, I think I'm going to go Allen Robinson for the captain on DraftKings as well. Good luck. Hopefully, one of you guys can take it down. If I can't take down that top prize of 250k, big payday, but it's very top heavy, so you got to kind of be a little little contrarian. I don't see very many different ways of going contrarian with this line because of the way it's going to structure. That's why I like that's why I like going defense in the captain spot, where a lot of people are going to be looking at the um, position players with that captain spot. Hope you have a fantastic day. Hope you guys, if you are 
looking to get the W. Hopefully, you can get the W in Week Three. And again, and as always, um, over on Twitter, we are at FansportsGenius. On Instagram, we are at FantasyFootball underscore Genius underscore. And our website www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. We have our Mastermind and DFS and season-long packages available. The Mastermind is one-on-one access with yours truly. Weekly, monthly, full-season packages available. And our articles uh, for DFS and season-long are weekly and full-season packages available. Have a great day and continue to dominate your leagues.